0: be perfect. Does hearing this not arouse some anxiety? Like, I'm trying my best, and yet I'm always gonna fall short. When is it gonna be good enough? So I can never actually, humanly speaking, be perfect. And is it not common knowledge that perfectionism is a unhealthy mode of thinking? And so how do we understand this gospel calling to be perfect? In this passage we hear today, of course, like all passages in Scripture, require some context. First of all, to be perfect, Jesus is not speaking about perfecting our accomplishments like you have to be number one in everything you set out to do or else it's not good enough. He's not saying that. And he's not saying we have to be perfect um, in how we you know, perform in comparison to others. It's not about anybody else either. But what he's talking about is the perfection of charity. And that is only possible with grace. It's ultimately a work of God himself in our hearts and in our lives. It's our task to invite him to do that in us. And since we're dealing with something supernatural, that is divine charity, being able to love perfectly as God loves the pathway there is not going to be human or ordinary modes of thinking. And this is what Jesus kind of lays out in this passage. That path toward perfect divine charity is not justice, but mercy. It's not giving simply what is asked, but more. It's not doing only what the law requires, but going beyond. And so we see in these examples that Jesus gives a a deeper truth embedded here about gospel living and charity, that these are all contradictions in a sense, or contrary at least to our common mode of human reasoning and thinking it is ultimately the wisdom of the cross, which is the ultimate human contradiction. That we attain glory, that we should all be striving for that glory of heaven, not by seeking glory in any worldly sense, but through the very opposite of glory, which of course is the cross. And that's the way of self-denial of mortification by actively going against our sinful inclinations and preferences, and by doing more than is required by the law. And so that's a perfect context to consider Lent coming up. Today is our last Sunday in ordinary time before Lent begins this coming Wednesday, Ash Wednesday. And so think about those things. You know, we know it's common to think about giving up something for Lent, but think about the deeper meaning of this. There should be a deeper sense of self denial, going against my preferences in several ways, um, mortifying my inclinations. All these are the pathways toward attaining divine charity, or rather allowing that divine charity to grow within us. It's all through those contradictory ways. Divine charity, perfect charity, is not something I'm going to accomplish for myself. It's the work of the Holy Spirit in us that we have to open ourselves up to. So think about that as you consider your plan of life for Lent. We should uh, definitely be thinking about it starting today. You want to know what you're going to do Ash Wednesday. You don't want to be caught off guard Ash Wednesday saying, oh shoot, what am I going to do this Lent? How am I going to prepare for Easter? And so think about these big questions, the broader context of what's going on here, this battle within our hearts. What are the obstacles in my heart to achieving perfect charity? And what are the concrete things I can do to help remove those obstacles? And the ultimate question it always comes back to how am I inviting the Lord to help me to love perfectly?